Yeah, yeah, start however you'd like. Go for it. Okay. Don't make eye contact. I get weird when you look at me. <laughs> oh, it's this. Everything's better when you have eye contact. <laughs> is be there with us and then this is a very special episode because i've written some notes down we have a guest today our guest today is a professional wrestler extraordinaire he's held cruiserweight and tag team titles and wrestled for the biggest wrestling companies in britain and japan i think this is going well some call him the master of the half crab some call him a rising star but i say he is risen because now we podcast with michael oku what do you think you i thought that was great you look underwhelmed, really <laughs> underwhelmed by that. No, 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 no. It took me three minutes was, to write I just, that. A whole three minutes. That's very impressive, actually. <laughs> In fact, in that case, I'm very impressed. I enjoyed that. I really Thank appreciate you. that. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me back on. No, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm good. I just came back from uh, teaching a training session at the London School of Pro Wrestling while I have this uh, bit of Thai green curry. But um, it's my first <laughs> meal of the deal. It's my first meal of the day. It's like a meal of the deal. <laughs> I'm looking at Tesco meal deals, and I opted for a Thai green curry. Um, what is there an age limit on people that can join a wrestling school? People in their forties. You know, <laughs> oh, oh, there's no upper limit. Oh, that's no, what I meant. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's absolutely no upper limit. It's mm. just it's the people, it's the person stopping themselves from going. Oh, that's okay. the only limit there, there is. Yeah. We could have the an exhibition, yourself. brother and brother. <laughs> we could build up the feud, and then, and then I win. <laughs> of course naturally <laughs> any questions well I was just going to say yeah thanks for coming back on our only two time uh, guest only repeat guest that's that's something that is something um, and we yeah we just thought it'd be nice to have a little catch up because it was uh, December last year we, we spoke to you just before quite a big <gasps> a, a, quite a big event for you so um, we thought we'd catch up and see how well basically how your year's been <laughs> Well, yeah, well, there you go. I didn't know it was a whole twelve months, so yeah. that's, that's actually pretty cool when you when to step back in there. Well, it's been a it's been an interesting twelve months, hasn't it for me? <laughs> Let's say the very least. It's been yeah, it's been incredible. It's been amazing. Um, in terms of again, we were talking about um the one match with Will, yeah, and but that that match really then did shape the course of the rest of twenty twenty two for me. There's really already a lot of big stuff happened. And I would say a lot of this because of that, but it just all kind of all, it just all was an overall great year for me. Yeah. Um, while we talk about that match, I've got a couple of questions about this match. And I'll start okay. with a personal statement. So you have a spoonful of food while I make this personal statement. Oh, yes. Okay, um, I'm pressed to mute. <laughs> this, for me, is uh, the best match I've ever seen live. I don't want to speak for you, but the best match I've ever experienced live and in person. Now, um, for those who don't know, this got a five-star rating from Mr. Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer. And um, as a wrestler, I was wondering how much credence you put on this. Do you take it seriously? Do you take it with a pinch of salt? Or what are your thoughts on a five-star match from Mr. Dave Meltzer? So I personally, I actually um, hold it in high regard. Um, I feel like there was like for decades or like the traditional things a wrestler, 
from everything I've read or heard from wrestlers in the back or in like the past, like wrestlers from the 80s and 70s, and it definitely still like follows on to this day. Is you're not supposed to pay any attention to Dave Meltzer, you're supposed to ignore him, he doesn't exist, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Meanwhile, everybody secretly had their own wrestling observer subscriptions <laughs> underneath the table. And um, a lot more people are more like, um, comfortable out with their like knowledge of knowing being friends with him let alone reading it and um for me it's a really big deal because at the very the very least i looked at the list of five-star matches that have happened and i remember doing that a lot before i even started wrestling i remember thinking that man like there was like a period of time where there wasn't a five-star match in WWE since 97 mm. and then there was like and then until like i think punk and cena was the first one which was in 2011 so like there was like a, it's a short list of, of of matches that like would be given that or viewed and regarded as a lifestyle match so for me to like be able to say that i've got one of those is 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 crazy good and, and in terms of actual what's the word should i say physical physical um um use of a five-star match it definitely helped me in my career because um not only do wrestlers hold it in high regard, but fans do. Mm. No matter how loud they may be on social media or whatever, <laughs> fans as well as promoters do um, pay attention if a match gets rated that highly and if Dave Meltzer puts his, his tip of the cap because he is a historian. No matter what you say, like he's a historian. He knows so much about wrestling to a crazy degree. So for him to say, hey, you got to watch this match that I took my time, I like went out of my way to watch, you should also go over your way to watch it. And people have, and I think it's for sure um, helped make this this year be as amazing as it did. Yeah, I think a, a lot of people love to just shout him down just for the hell of it. But really, if you don't agree with the stars, he's not going to be far wrong, is he? He's, not, mm. like, he's always up there. You're, you're going to mainly agree. He has his own style that he obviously likes, a Kenny Omega match or something. But I'd rather watch Kenny Omega than, say, Braun Strowman. So <laughs> put me in front of him and I'm turning off so <laughs> best match you've ever been to um i think probably is yeah yeah i think um there? You, you, you really did yeah um yeah <laughs> but there was there's um in, in just in terms of you this year there's been some some big like big big matches uh that, i mean big matches that we've seen of yours as well um there was um the minoru suzuki one which was um uh which was for for us was a nice surprise because obviously that wasn't advertised and uh it was you doing doing uh double duty again <laughs> which is a, a common theme in your in your career um and then um just recently was the was the connor match so um uh your call which uh dan didn't make it to i'm gonna point and throw him under the bus now um but yeah i took um I took a friend of mine who's not into wrestling at all, who I work with, and um, she was more caught up in the emotion um, rather than than the the physicality of it. Like she's impressed by the by what people can do, but the the emotion was what really drew her in. And I think there's when you had because that was a a long long time that was drawn out over. <laughs> was it February? Yeah. Did it start? Oh, I mean arguably years before that really <laughs> we've um there's been like little builds or touching on a breakup since mm. mills 
debuted in Red Pro, which was like in 2020. So really it's been like a year's worth of build-up and what's so interesting about you saying that you brought a friend who isn't, mm. I'd say typically a wrestling fan is, um, that was kind of the main thing that was in my head. And I think I was uh, tipped off by Andy that there was like a group of fans. I think it was somebody's birthday and they had brought, he had brought like 30 tickets <laughs> and they had all not been to a wrestling show live ever. And they only remember it being called the WWF. Yeah. <laughs> and so in my head, I was thinking, wow, well, here's a story they've been telling for, for ages. Uh, it's so important that there's a video beforehand mm. to just set the scene. And I love that in any, in wrestling, just generally any, anyway, even I've been following something week to week. I always love the little promo packages before a match plays. So I really wanted to get one made and I, and I wanted that to be there as well to not just hype the crowd, but also tell the story for people who haven't seen it before. So I was really ha- happy with how it turned out number one. And number two, I, I from what I've been hearing from, from other people as well. That the casual first time goer was fully drawn into the match is something I'm really, really proud of. What's uh, is that over now with you and Connor? Is there going to be more down the line? Done, it's done. I had my match. I said I'd grant him one match, that's all he wanted. And okay. I beat him up, okay. and we're done. <laughs> Fair enough. It was, it was how wrestling works, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think although it was unique, and I, I thought in that way that um. There was because there's uh, there's been other in, in wrestling in the past has been tales of people being reluctant because they you know they're their friends things have changed they don't want to don't want to engage and those sorts of things and um the fact that it was very much uh you know you get oh, all right fine you get one match and that's it and we're done and even the kind of just walk away at the ends just leave him there was um it really built into all of it it was like a, a complete story there um. It, it it worked really well and like you say the 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 package beforehand i think was um was really helpful for like like you say people that don't know the story um or didn't know what was going on uh it was something that my friend said to me she said two groups of people would really love this and she said um hen knights and gay men so yeah, you go. yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah I've, I've heard that many times yeah 100 yeah, percent that is the that is the demographic progressing that we need to. Do you think there'd be more of it? Her, yeah, her other so. her other thoughts are when we were walking in. She said, um, "Oh yeah, no, I I used to like my brothers used to watch it. I remember uh, Lita and the Hardy Boys, and that was that was all she had." So it's interesting. That's why I always I'm always interested to know who they do remember. Then. <laughs> yeah, Lita and the Hardy Boys. That's always a cool one. Um, you know when you wrestle twice in a night, you get paid twice. Yeah, you do. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. I never thought of that. Yeah, I just, I'd like to do that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Make sure of that. Um... I would not. <laughs> I would not do it for one wage. One it's time. like it's still only working one day. I mean, it's one day's work. Yeah, but it's more hours. Minutes. Uh, you're paid by the hour now, are we? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how I negotiate. That's how I do it. Um, with the uh, will match, I just remembered something I was going to say. Um, your girlfriend and family were kind of involved in that quite heavily, and um, mm. old Dave Meltzer again gave your girlfriend huge credit in for her role in that. That must be nice to see. Yes, yes, he absolutely did, and and rightfully so. Yeah, she like yeah. played such an in, integral role into it. Like, um, 
it just is that added layer of like reality and as well as like story. And again, I always think like the one way to top like world-class athleticism in pro wrestling is drama. Or if you add that on to the world-class athleticism, that's what takes it to the next level. And there's no better way to add drama. There's no higher way to add drama than to add actual family members, yeah. actual partners um, into the fray. And when those moments happen, when we interact with them, again, we try and do things in the ring to try and make people relate, the casual person relate, the everyday person relate. It's very difficult to relate to uh, being underneath a moonsault. But if somebody, if another man grabs your girlfriend, that is something that you would relate to in terms of what you would do. So adding that element and that moment you hear from the crowd and that reaction when that happened and that little moment there. And again, we kind of did something again with Mills um, just a couple of weeks ago. And once that happens, it's just a different reaction that you hear in the crowd because it's something that they can 100% relate to. They 100% know what they would do in a situation or would like to in a situation, which just takes that next level, which again, there's a reason, I think, the reason why Dave waxed lyrical about Amira was just because it was she was such an important part of the match. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say as well, because um, I think we, we talk about the, the drama and we obviously we watch a lot of wrestling. We've seen a lot of wrestling, um, but that that hooked me that that drama in that will match hooked me because I'm a I'm a big Will Ospreay fan, but. I was there giving him abuse because <laughs> of because of what he was doing, and that was you. You brought that out, like the the way you did it. We were, yeah, we were very vocal about our our disdain for him at that point. <laughs> uh, holding you back, you're going to jump in. Leave it. You up. You would have been taken out by Dave Francisco. You would have yeah. been absolutely yeah. annihilated. <laughs> there was. Um, I remember when I'm being carried to the back after the match, like going up the ramp. There is a kid. To the left, I can see in my peripheral vision, who is bawling his yeah. eyes out. We saw him as well, yeah. And he's wearing a Will Ospreay t-shirt. <laughs> That's the one thing I could note, and that that really like hit home what we achieved. Yeah. That like we got everyone, pretty much like ninety five percent of the crowd to like absolutely disdain him. Yeah. And this kid who was clearly who's wearing the t-shirt, so I'd assume he's a big fan of Will was so upset that I was like beaten and bloodied by Will. Mm. So that that in, in the theory, if there's one way I can encapsulate the achievement of that <laughs> match, it's that crying child. That's what, I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's what you want, a, a crying child. Always good to see. That's it. It's great, especially yeah. in wrestling. I remember that kid because I was we were sitting there as well, quite near in my I was like, look, look yeah, he was opposite us, wasn't he? Yeah. And then I gave Will the middle mm. finger. I'm not proud of it, but yeah. <laughs> it, <happened>. yeah. <laughs> it came out, it happened. But it also we um we did something for for that that night that we'd never done before, which was we made signs as well. Yes, we, I saw that. Hours in that. <laughs> um, but we had one that we didn't we didn't get to use because we did make one for you for uh, for you as new British champion sort of thing. We had we had one ready. So um, although the the highlight of that was um, not not even in in your match, but there was the the Aussie Open match, and uh, Dan had come up with a a sign that said. Uh, Aussie Open screwed Djokovic. Yeah, which uh, as as uh, <laughs> as uh, that's very clever. <laughs> they didn't seem very to be niche. <laughs> <laughs> they not give a well, shit. It was is uh, is uh, 
I think it was Carl Fletcher as he walked around, saw it and went, uh, what? Oh, don't give a fuck, mate. <laughs> I was like, yeah. there we go. <laughs> That's it. Um, can I bring you down for a second? Any lowlights of the year? Lowlights of the year? Do you know, um, I think the toughest thing to kind of deal with with the year, and, and there's so many things staggered throughout the years that have happened that I can see are like such big things. But there's essentially like, which I don't think a lot of people talk about, there's like a come down from it. There's just a general natural come down from it. This huge thing happened, huge thing happened, and like, then nothing huge happens for a while. Then another thing happens that's really big, and you really like can like really step back and be like, this is amazing. And then it's just like, things are kind of like back to where they were before. And usually with that, obviously the, I'd say like the biggest one was um, after the world match. You start to think like, no, well, not even after the world match because the world match happened. Then I went to Mania. I would mm. have the Mania weekend. I was in Dallas. Because after the Dallas one, um, you just kind of think, well, okay. Again, I was talking to you about the kind of the rarity for a five-star match to like happen. There hasn't been, I think the last British one before that was with Will against Zach, and that was just before the pandemic. And then before that, there wasn't one. Mm-hmm. One didn't exist in British independent wrestling. So me thinking about how rare this is for it to happen, I was kind of in my own head thinking, well, this may be the peak. I just have to think that this may be the peak. And I was the independent wrestler that had this one match that got critically acclaimed that to this day, people are saying such amazing things about and that will be my pierre de resistance that will be the 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 peak and then everything will go like down from there so really i can't say like oh this this moment was a low light but i'll say it'll be the multiple like with each peak during the year the suzuki the the dallas the the world match the the new japan debut that there was right after there was like the trough was just my mind playing with me and saying ah well Okay, this is this could be as good as it gets mm-hmm. next year. Expect it to not be as good. <laughs> so that's really the tough thing to yeah, struggle with, sense. if anything. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, but I think well, one one thing that you do have coming up, which is likely to be another highlight, is the um the Battle of Los Angeles. You were the first person announced for that as well. Exactly, which is and that's an example of like such a great a, a great pick me up, a great mm. Starbucks double shot. <laughs> espresso boost so when you're in that mind frame you're like well and and i'm trying not even to be sad about those things i'm just trying to be content and be like you know what just try and just remember that's just what it's like it's uh you know you should be grateful you know wrestling doesn't know you anything it's very rare to to like even be successful in any form or fashion so just take this and be happy and i'm already in that mindset of just trying to be content and then that happens and that's how i'm gonna start the next year uh, it's just an amazing, an amazing thing. That for me, it came out of the blue. I'm sure for so many people, so many fans, it came out of the blue. So, um, but then it's just a. Then again, when that happens, it makes me look back and think, well, no, actually, here are all the reasons that they would have contacted me. Here, are, here's what they would have seen to like want to have me be part of this. So it kind of validates the year I've had and and not made me just think, oh, people just see me as like a flash in the pan and. We'll just be like, oh yeah, he had this one match with Will Ospreay because Will Ospreay is an alien at pro wrestling. <laughs> no, they actually do something in me too, which is kind of the real cool thing about it. 
Yeah, for sure. When is this happening? Very soon, isn't it? Yeah, so um, January the 7th and 8th Ooh. is is Bola, the Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. That's the, it's, it's, like the, it's the biggest thing in independent wrestling. Really is, and it has been for for like you know for what well, nearly since it started, and it's a who's who of people who have not just won it but participated in it, and like it's cool to be like the first British person to be in it since I think Jody was the last British person in wow. it, which was in 2019, 2018 I'm not sure. Possibly. I think it was twenty nineteen. Yeah, so like it's just a it's a kind of an it's a huge honor to like kind of wave the flag of British wrestling, and I kind of. I want to, I'm hoping that like this kind of opens the gate for more British wrestlers to be seen and to put more eyes on the wrestlers that we have here that are just super, super talented. Because I think Zach, I think the first time Zach went um, went over to PWG, I think he was on his own. And then next thing you know, the floodgates opened and everyone was on PWG, Flash Morgan Webster, Mark Haskins, Travis Banks, I mean, just name them. Some of them maybe you shouldn't name, but <laughs> but the, it's it's a it's a who's who of people that like um that were on it, and so I'm hoping that like next year, even if I'm not in it next year, there'll be like a Leon Slater in it, and and you know maybe like a Luke Jacobs could be in the in PWG Bola because I mean I feel that's a wrestler that's so unique that like the US would just eat him up because it's just. He's just a cool wrestler. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm very excited for it. I've got Takeshita in the first round. Um, yeah. Again, talk about, like, me being an underdog. <laughs> I think people are just expected to be a really good match, and then he wins. But I always like to shock people, and I'm that's playing cool. to shock people. Good stuff. Just uh, for the unknowing people, here's some of the previous winners. We've had Kenny Omega, Loki, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Ricochet twice, and Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, it's not a bad list, is it? So just yeah. get your name on that. That'd be, that'd be a good start <laughs> to the year as a winner. Could you imagine? <laughs> okay. Could, Could you imagine, imagine if I just if I just win the whole thing? It'd be crazy. <laughs> be, what's the weather gonna be like? Imagine it's gonna be hot. Pack for hot weather, okay? <laughs> I hope so, yeah. LA. It's LA. So it's be. LA's always hot, I assume. I know that America's quite cold at the moment, but LA's always hot. <laughs> yeah. That's what I hear. There are just some hot bits of America that are permanently hot, so yeah. hopefully LA's one of them. Um, uh, last year, we did talk about what music you were listening to, and you were listening to a Mr. Kanye West <laughs> quite a lot. Um, <laughs> still listening to still listening to him, are we? Or how's that going? Uh, um, I listen to him, not his music, <laughs> and not for the right reasons. For... for... <laughs> Yeah, I think everybody's listened to Kanye this oh, year. The last, the last month or so. <laughs> oh, oh, things that do not age well. Look at that. Who is a uh, who's nice and uh, tight laced and like by the books? Has Ed Sheeran ever had any controversies? <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. He? Yeah. Just go with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This time next year, we've a... heard he's killed three people or something. <laughs> he's he's murdered. He's got people locked in his basement. <laughs> oh gosh. No, I think Kanye was still Kanye. my third top listen to on Spotify, but that was before I knew what was going to come. Ah, no, that's that's what oh. you were telling to Spotify. <laughs> yeah. I just put last month Instagram. of the year constantly listening. Yeah, to <laughs> yeah, that was actually what 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 threw it round. <laughs> oh man, what a what a crazy man <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Um, so. mind if we do a quick quiz? Do you like a quiz? Like quizzes, as long right. as I okay. Simple quiz for both of you to take part in. I'm gonna give you a clue to a wrestler, 
if you buzz in, well, you don't have to buzz in. If you answer, on the first clue, you get five points, four points, three points, etc. If you do go for the first one and you get it wrong, the, it, I will pass it over. So for five points. Um, I, I, for, for context, I have to put up with his insane quizzes every week. So uh... simple ones, wrestlers, you know wrestlers. My father was a professional wrestler. Do you want to, anyone want to, I mean, dive in yet? Or... Cody Rhodes? You don't dive in yet with the answer. I'll buzz you out. Hold on. Hang on. What? <laughs> don't what? dive in. Don't dive in. You Hold said, back. You said. All right. I've changed the rules. No, don't dive in. <laughs> How many guesses do you get? You get one guess. Oh, okay. So that, that didn't count, but it's also wrong. Oh, so wait. Are you going to say multiple yeah, yeah, yeah. clues? There's five clues for each wrestler. Sorry. Oh, okay. well. Okay, right. that's fine. Pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> Next clue Pretend. for the same wrestler. I once wrestled under a mask as Cyclop. I don't know. Don't have to guess if you don't want to. Next clue. I was pro I wrestling. I Il... Wait, wait, wait. I was pro wrestling illustrated wrestler of the year in 1997. 97. I don't. No guess? No, no guess. Okay. Well, maybe. Okay. Going to have a guess? Three points up for grabs. Illustrated <laughs> rest of the year as well. 97. <sighs> okay, you got to give me one more. I think I know it, though. I was a member of the Four Horsemen. Oh, I knew it. Okay. Shout Dean out. Yes, Dima Lenko. I'll give you two points. Dean. I knew it at Cyclope. Oh, is that how you say it? I probably should have said it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's, it's definitely been Cyclope. And <laughs> Close the, the one guy I knew who wore it was. was I'm not bilingual. Lincoln. What do you want from me? Oh. <laughs> the last clue would have been, I work as a senior producer in AEW. Okay. Okay. Next wrestler. First clue. I was a member of the Radicals. Well, you... <laughs> it's not well. It's not the same one. <laughs> Shout it out if you want to guess. No, I don't want to guess. I won the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship twice. Oh, it's Steve Malenko. It's Steve Malenko. <laughs> again. That's that's Mr. D Malenko once again. Oh, How many of these are there? And is everyone D Malenko? <laughs> that was the last D Malenko one. I could, oh, we'll also, the clue would have been Chris Jericho claimed to have four more holds than me, <laughs> and I was nicknamed Double O Heaven. I did not okay, know that. Not D. Malenko, okay? I do like D. Malenko. Okay. So. My father was a wrestler. Oh, God. You're not going to dive in yet, are you? No. My younger brother is a stand-up comedian. Oh. I feel like I know this. Gamble, because you're losing. I am losing heavily, but... um, No. No? No, no answers? My first televised WWE match was against Hardcore Holly in 2002. That helped less. R- <laughs> Rand- Randy Orton? Randy Orton! Oh. Randy Orton for Randy, three points. Randy Orton's younger brother is a stand-up comedian. Yeah, Nathan Orton. I've seen him on podcasts and stuff. He seems fairly wow. cool. That's handy. He <laughs> doesn't look athletic, but he seems quite funny. We're all learning oh, together here. Learning together. Yeah, last, two clues. Yeah. last two clues youngest ever wwe champion and i went awol from the marines <laughs> of course yep right yep. last one i mean i think well i've lost you've lost so... it. i made my wrestling debut in 1998 can i guess i don't want to guess no 
I once, I'm going to try and get the right name here. I once wrestled under the name Mr. Olympia. Am I saying that right? I'm sure. <laughs> Is it Kurt Angle? Oh, it's not Kurt Angle. You're out. I have four oh. children with my wife, Wendy. Oh. Wendy. I still don't know. I won PWA Wrestler of the Year oh. in 2016, 17, and 18. Am I being really dense here? <laughs> oh! You might as well dive in. He's lost already. Yeah. <laughs> the only yeah. reason... I'm guessing AJ Styles. It is AJ Styles. Ah. Wendy. Wendy, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samoa Joe kept shouting at you. Samoa Joe kept, yeah. What have we learned? You are clearly the king of the podcast quiz. Well done. (laughs) Pro wrestling, that's it. All these things help you be a better pro wrestler. I'm telling everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get more on. I'll quiz them all. I'll quiz them all. (laughs) Get Suzuki on. I'll quiz him. He'll know. He'll be. He's good. So yep. he should do all these things. Yeah, Mr. Olympia. You know he's Mr. Olympia. He's wrestled him. Yeah, true. Wrestled everyone, I'd imagine, at this point. I mean, yeah, he's wrestled freaking me. So that's <laughs> proof. Um, you know when he's like chopping you really hard, that must hurt, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I like simple I, questions. Uh, I like simple when I say yeah. it, and I'm thinking that bloody hurts. Surely. Yeah, surely it's fine to ask. You know, ask about my my music listening taste, <laughs> and, and as well as chop. Do you, know, do you know the thing is? I feel like I get chopped so much, so much. I feel like that's just like nearly. It's nearly my role to be chopped. Nearly every wrestler chops, and everybody chops me specifically. <laughs> that I think my chest is developing a callus oh. that people that these wrestlers don't know about, <laughs> where I just don't get hurt. That's good. As much good. anymore. I think I think I'm becoming impervious to chops. I think. <laughs> they like hurt. They still. That's nobody, it. Nobody even knows that. about it. Excellent. They're just making me stronger. It's going to be like when Goldberg speared Bret Hart and he had the thing under his. But your it's just your chest. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> what? Chest. That's it. And nothing else. Oh, um, perfect. any other one you want to wrestle this year? Next year, sorry, not this year. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I had a list. I put a list out. Oh yeah, you did. I remember. And there were there were like I put like far fetched people, and one of those far fetched people was Minoru Suzuki. (laughs) And then it just happened. Um, Another person I put on there was Leo Rush, and that nearly happened. Um, I think it was scheduled to happen uh, at a Stevens show, and then he got injured at PWG, (laughs) and. that's then we were, wasn't able to do that match, and he obviously he, he did finally come to Rev Pro in the British Jacob and he wrestled Leon Slater and Mills and Robbie X. So, um, he's in Bola. If I'm able to get through to Takashita, hopefully the bracketology works in such a way that like I can wrestle him. So, yeah, I'd really like to like mix up with Leo Rush, let's keep him on the list. Um, and then Ishii, I think Ishii will be a big one for me mm. again. He was obviously just on the show, he's He's someone that I've seen around for so long and I've been close to and been on the same cards with that he's just someone that I just really respect as a wrestler and someone that I think we would gel well together in a match. Um, You were on the New Japan card in Crystal Palace, of course. We were there. We were there. Any more New Japan stuff going on? 
nothing confirmed nothing confirmed um i'd like to look at that as the start of like you know more stuff and i hope that like you know there's only a select few members of rev pro that were on the show mixing it up with the new japan wrestlers i would like to think that i impressed management enough that like um they'd want to bring me over to japan it's just a country i'd like to go to in general i've always wanted to go to japan and i'd love to do it under new japan or like again if they want to come down more i know that like the president was was very high on the show again it's a new president for new japan this is first time coming to uk with new japan at the very least and he loved it i know that he loved it and i'm sure through that he wants to do a lot more so if it means that they're coming more frequently and i'm a part of those shows that's great and then ideally one day i'd love to uh do a show for them in their home country of japan mm, i'd like to go to japan yeah <laughs> that's all <laughs> not to wrestle <laughs> maybe to see a show but yeah while you're there watch it. yeah i think i struggle with the language a bit i don't know how to say cyclops oh i said it wrong again haven't i pretty sure that's not japanese either <laughs> Good point. Oh. any other questions we might oh. don't want to keep you too long you know food must be cold by now is it no i'm going i'm getting through it <laughs> i'm getting through it really well Good. anything else oh, oh um what's your favorite demon link no <laughs> <laughs> i guess the one with scotty too hot that's, that's what a, I remember the most. That's a ridiculous answer. That really is a terrible answer. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's Just not. Kind of watch his Everybody work. remembers the DDT. Everybody remembers the DDT from the top rope. It's oh, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, Egbert, then what's your favourite Demon Lanka match? Is it the Eddie Guerrero one? Yeah, from ECW, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you can give you one of those guys. That's <laughs> the easy answer. I like to switch things up. <laughs> um, Are you coming to uh, Burnham shows anytime soon? <laughs> Burnham shows. Your girlfriend's well, always well, here, I mean, so why why aren't you popping down? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't you don't know. come to support yeah. her anymore? <laughs> I do sometimes. I do sometimes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just saying, I haven't seen him down here for a while. You know, sort of that one time, that's it. Oh, well, yeah. Connor yeah, pops down. I've seen Connor down here. I'm not saying he's better, but yeah. <laughs> he does pop down. Oh, my gosh. Trying to stir the pot. Unbelievable. <laughs> Is that what you brought me on to do? <laughs> no. <laughs> we'd never have him. <laughs> I think we're uh, five minutes down. Yeah. Right. Favorite Kanye song? Go. Oh no, no jail. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Hell of a life. You to, what have you listened to this year? Like last time, you listened to the same song about 150 times. I remember. Like it was something, some sort of silly number. That was. And I forgot what it was. So I've got a friend who um I tell you what song I have been listening to a lot. It's actually the song from uh the promo package. And I think that's probably why I thought to use it for the promo package because it was in my head. It was uh Take What You Want by uh Ozzy Osbourne and Post Malone. That's the name of the song. If anybody wants to hear it in full, it's it's just a really good song. It's Ozzy Osbourne and Post Malone, which you don't think would be a thing that happened. And then no. you put it together and it really works. And I thought it was just like the lyrics and the, the tone was perfect for the me and Mills. So that was something I've been listening to a lot. Um, and um, so I've got a friend who's really like uh, started putting out a lot of MVs and he's 
um, made a lot of music videos for my matches and for a lot of other wrestlers. Uh, MV Maker 2022, I think he, on Instagram he is. And uh, because of that, he is always looking for songs that are perfect to use for wrestling music videos. But with that comes the nostalgia part of it. And there's so many songs from the 2000s. And there's a lot of metal and rock from the 2000s. And so because of that, um, my Spotify rap showed I was helping him a lot choose songs. And then when I ch- help him choose those songs, I would then be listening to those songs unironically. <laughs> and Spotify had informed me that I have listened, the artist I've listened to the most this year is Three Days Grace, <laughs> which <laughs> I would have never predicted <laughs> because um, I only remember them from the SmackDown vs. Raw games. And I think they did one pay-per-view. Wow. And now it's all over my playlist. <laughs> you must be the top 0.1% listener or something. I, I must be. I must be. And everybody who's like yearning for the attitude to come back every few months, me and them. Okay. Um, last question. What are you watching? Do you watch SmackDown Raw, AEW? Do you watch it or do you not bother? Um. I watch uh, AEW. I watch Dynamite every week. That's like that's the one thing I make sure to try and like watch consistently. In terms of a full show, that's kind of my comfort food. I always like call it that my comfort food of like I kind of try to watch it as a fan. I'm still like learning or whatever. Then I still got people who like um, I've ever wrestled with or like I've like crossed paths with that like I'm kind of like happy for them watching them succeed and watching them do well so like I'm kind of watching it in that sense um so that other raw like I it's usually like if there's a highlight of something that interesting that happens mm. or if there's like a match that people are really talking about I'll watch the whole match but then like I'll always like pay attention to whatever Sammy Zayn is doing yeah. I always have in the past yes. but that's but especially now obviously like he's proved that he's just like He's just—he's always been incredible, but he's proven just how incredible he is in this role. And um, yeah, I mean, the last probably full show I watched was in person. That was WrestleMania on this WrestleMania Saturday, as they called it. Mm-hmm. I watched that live, so that was really cool. Yeah, love to go next time you're there. Stone Cold, <laughs> so Stone Cold, so, so Stone Cold wrestle and Cody Rhodes return. So I mean, uh, oh, pretty, pretty cool. good. Pretty That's good. Not bad, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty, pretty wrap cool. it up. Well, we're gonna get cut off here in one minute. <laughs> say, uh, say oh. something uh, meaningful and spiritual for one minute. Well, not for one minute, just to wrap up the show. Oh my goodness! Uh, all trains are never cancelled; they're only delayed. Oh, there we go. Beautiful. That was perfect. Thanks so much. <laughs> that was amazing.